Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Yee? Hello, Yee? Am I the only one that can't hear Yee? Charlemagne, can you hear Yee? No. Can you hear me? I can hear oh, you. Oh, there we I go. I think. Yee, where you at? I don't know. You don't know Yee? I don't right. know what he's doing either. Like the music in the background for the uh, um, front page. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Solomon, you sound like future okay. this morning. All right, now let's <laughs> do it. Let's get of... some front page news. Where All we right, let's start it again. All right, NBA, for everybody who wants to watch the NBA play, but obviously they can't play right now. They had the horse challenge that happened, and here are the results. Uh, Chauncey Billups defeated Trey Young. Mike Conley defeated Tamika Catching, Zach Levine de- defeated Paul Pierce, and Ali Quigley defeated Chris Paul. So those were the opening round results. Mm-hmm. Then they are going to have the semifinals and finals on Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Did y'all watch it? Am I, I the only person it. that missed this? Yeah, this I didn't terribly see it marketed. Like I heard about it happening, but I didn't remember hearing about when it was actually happening. Yeah, what day did, did it happen? That was terribly marketed. <laughs> it happened Sunday Easter or... It was, um, what day did this happen? I don't even know. Yeah, because I know nobody. Yeah, I just know what happened. What channel mm-hmm. was it on? And now, ESPN. Oh, okay. Mm. And you could live stream it on the ESPN app as well. All right, okay. now, XFL, they have laid off all of their employees, and they're saying that the league will need a miracle to survive. So right now, employees will be paid through Sunday, and that's it. And they said, uh, you know, an an XFL source said, put it this way, given the uncertainty of the current environment, the XFL has suspended operations and is evaluating next steps. Now, in the WWE, they have confirmed that somebody was infected with the coronavirus, the first known case in WWE, but the wrestlers will still push forward with scheduled events. They did confirm on Saturday an employee had come down with corona, and they said the person whose ID was not disclosed started showing symptoms in late March after their last batch of tapings, including WrestleMania 30. Mm. Those wrestlers must really need the money. I don't understand why they would be participating in um, something like this one. It's so sketchy, you know, because you don't know who has corona. People don't show symptoms, and you're still going out there slamming people and pile-driving people and touching people and sweating all over people. Yeah. Too risky. I'm sure people do need the money, too, and I think the WWE is, is looking at it as people are home with nothing to do, so this could possibly be something where people could watch and give people some entertainment. Yeah, so, but so just put, you. So just I don't put know people's out there. Yeah, just put people's lives at risk because people are sitting at home and need entertainment? Nah. And, and the CEO of the Tokyo Olympics is saying there's no guarantee that the Games will happen in 2021 also. Uh, according to the CEO, he said, we do need to find a vaccine, and it's impossible to predict where the world will be in July of 2021. That's when the Games were rescheduled to begin. Mm. All right. Well, All right. That is, that is your, your front, front page, page news. news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad weekend, horrible weekend, or maybe you had a great weekend. Maybe everything was great. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Marcus. Marcus, what up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, man, um, I've been married about three years, man. I'm in my late 20s. And uh, my wife ain't getting it up like she needs to or supposed to it in my eyes. And I'm mean? trying to figure out 
you know, what I need to do or am I doing something wrong? And, you know, she don't, she don't work and then, you know, I, I do all the work and I pay the bills. And uh, I wonder if she got too much time on her hand or she got a Jody or something. A Jody? <laughs> you would be the Jody, sir. You would be the Jody well, in this situation. How long are you guys having sex? How often are you guys having sex? Uh, we might get it in probably twice a week. Have you sat her down and had a conversation with her and talked to her about it and tell her that you would like more sex weekly? Yeah, but not, yeah, I, I did that. But this is the thing too, though. See, I um, I even went to the doctor one time to see if it, you know if I had something going on with me why I like to do it so much. But um, they said my testosterone level is just high. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's all. So you just got to have a conversation you, with her. Tell her you want to. Tell her you want to. You want to have more sex, but she might have a lot on her mind. It might, psychologically, it might be some other things going on with her that's making her not, you know, so so horny. So what am I to do? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Watch well, some porn. You got a hand, right? You got some oh, lotion. A Pornhub subscription. You love your woman, right? It's not all about sex, right? It ain't all about that, but you know that is a, a, a significant part too to me, anyway. I agree. Are you getting to figure it out? Are you getting are you getting her warmed up to want to have sex? Or are you just trying to put it in? Um, I, I like I try a whole bunch of different stuff. I even told her one time I said, Well, I'm gonna get me one of them sex dolls. You know what she told me? Go ahead. She said, well, I, she said, I don't know where you're gonna keep it. Well, she's got a point. <laughs> clear, clear, listen, clearly it's something psychologically going on with her, something emotionally going on with her. Where you know it's it's not clicking right now, so you got to just sit down and have a conversation with her. That's so how long y'all been together? You said three years. Three years? Damn, yeah. man! After three years, you done turned her off. My well, a lot oh, of couples' sex some... lives don't match up either. Some people don't want to have sex more. I mean, tw- some people might think twice a week is a decent amount of time to have sex. I got to see what he look like too. What his stomach look like? He might have done gotten right. fat over the years. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm calling. I'm calling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm calling. I'm calling call, call you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, how y'all doing? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I just want to give a shout-out to Charlamagne the God for reposting my post two days ago. Uh, the shout uh, um, this Dave Chappelle repost, man, I appreciate that. I also, oh, that was your meme? Yeah, that was me. I made it myself. I appreciate you. What's your name? Reckless TV on Instagram. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Reckless TV. You be making some funny memes. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. You really made my day that day. And I also want to thank God for keeping my, my family safe during this whole coronavirus thing. Absolutely. That's the most important thing. You got you got to salute out you got you got to salute critics of culture though. My man Chris, he sent me that meme. Thank critics of culture, in, he makes memes too. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's Manny. Manny, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Um, I just wanted to talk about more of like you know the coronavirus. First of all, good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning. Peace, King. Uh, I, I actually I work in one of the labs that uh, processes uh, the coronavirus and stuff and. Um, I, I was thinking, like, you know, a lot of people are showing optimism, like, you know, oh, you know, this is going to be done in a month or two. I don't think this is going to be done probably until probably December, until they come out with a vaccine, because you see, like, how the curve is actually starting to go down, at least. It took mm-hmm. everyone yep. staying inside. It took everyone to stay inside for this to happen. What do you think is going to happen when everyone is back outside? 
it's going to shoot right back up because there's no vaccine. We, we actually don't know if, you know, someone contracted the virus. Are they immune to it? We don't know that. We, we Like, this, this is no information. I feel like I feel like the politicians and stuff like that saying, oh, you know, we're going to try to get the, you know, the, the city up and running and all this. Nah, it's, 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 it's bad. I'm telling you, it's bad. And it's, well, you know, it's interesting... It's interesting now because you got both sides talking about reopening the country now. Joe Biden put out a uh, an opinion piece yesterday called his plan to safely reopen America. And he said when America reopens, we're still going to have to practice social distancing, but we're just going to need widespread testing. And then he said we might, we'll be able to get, get things back going. How can you do social distancing? Like if they open like the NFL, the NBA, with 50,000 people, how are you going to do social distancing with that? It's impossible. It's, no, you can't. It's not possible. Well, I, well, I ain't say nothing about the NBA now. <laughs> I ain't say nothing about sports. I said America. I mean, even if they have workspaces, I mean, you know, you work closely with people, you know, throughout the day. It's not a job where you can work six feet. That's going to be difficult. So all that's going to be difficult. And a lot of people take public transportation to get to work. That's going to be difficult, yeah. Exactly. And people are going to be on top of each other, and this virus is it's gonna it's going to come right back. So I feel like what they're trying to say is, oh, we're trying to, you know, get the country up and running. I feel like it's more of like we need to get the economy back up. It's all about money. I feel like I'm say that's what it is. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. As you can hear this morning, we're having technical difficulties. It's get good. It it's live chest. radio. That's what happens. We're doing it from home. It's all type of wireless and Wi-Fi and whatever else. There's a lot going on. All right. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, we'll talk about an NFL player who allegedly had a very crowded party and the police were called. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, now we had told you that Kanye was supposed to be part of Joel Osteen's virtual Easter concert, but he did back out of that. That was over safety concerns. Mm -hmm. He wanted to do what he wanted to do. You know, Kanye's very artistic, but he couldn't do what he wanted to do without making sure that he was social distancing. So he ultimately couldn't make his plan work. And Easter Sunday did go ahead without him with Joel Osteen. Here is Tyler Perry offering words of encouragement to everybody who was watching the online service. My hope today is that you will continue to show kindness and love. And if you haven't, please do. We need it. And after this thing is over, my hope and my prayer is that we not return to being so busy that we don't see God. So much to do that we don't, don't take the time to send love to people around us that we don't return to vitriol and mean speak of evil of each one and everybody, that we learn to love and embrace each other. God bless you. Salute to the good brother Tyler Perry. What, what did Kanye West want to do, lead a house? Nah, they had a hundred, um, uh, he has like he 100 a hundred people in his choir, and it would have been too close for them to all stay together, and he didn't necessarily feel safe with them all being together. He had a, a huge choir, so he, they said he backed oh, that And he wanted sense. to make sure he did it right, so he didn't want to do it at all if he didn't do it right. All right, now Mariah Carey also performed Hero, and here she is performing Hero, and that's for all the frontline workers who have been putting their own lives at risk, all the healthcare workers. I want to take this time to acknowledge and honor the sacrifices of those who work every day taking care of their communities in this time of need and uncertainty. The heroes who are making our daily lives possible, let's continue to support them and each other. This is Hero. 
And you can still see that Sunday service at joelosteen.com, by the way. I still got it. All right. Now, Diddy also over the weekend hosted a dance-a-thon, and everybody was checking in on this dance-a-thon. I don't know if you guys are watching. Of course, his kids were there, but mm-hmm. then so many different people who were checking in, like LeBron, Khaled, Burna Boy, Megan Thee Stallion, Kelly Rowland, Winnie Harlow. Uh, another person who checked in was Jennifer Lopez with A-Rod, and she said she taught Diddy how to dance the way that he does. Lizzo checked in, and he actually had to kind of put a stop to some twerking that was about to happen. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Sunday. Let's play I'm something sorry. a little bit family friendly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let's do something fun. Sorry. We don't play that kind of... Play something I can bop to. Play no, Juice by Lizzo. Boo! Let Lizzo twerk. Like, God is watching every day. Don't make her stop twerking because the white man told you it's Easter. It makes no sense because God is watching today as well. So what about when Lizzo wants to get on the gram today and twerk? Why, 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 why can she do it today but not yesterday? What's the difference? I guess on his stream, he wanted to keep it super clean with kids watching and everything. Oh, please. PG-13. All I'm shaking is the male version of twerking, okay? You ain't tell them kids to stop doing that. All right. Well, Lizzo was definitely, like, uh, apologetic about it, and she did stop. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, and Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya, is facing up to 99 years in prison for the alleged stabbing. Now, as far as the woman who was the uh, alleged victim, she posted in an Instagram story that she's not okay. She never wanted this attention, and, you know, she hasn't really spoken too much on it. But if Yaya is found guilty... She could face a maximum of almost 99 years in prison, and also she may have to pay a $10,000 fine, which would be the minimum of what she would have to do. I'm, right, sure the baby mama that got, I'm, I'm sure the baby mama that got stabbed is plotting on getting a check, too, though, because, I mean, that's NBA Youngboy's girl and Floyd Mayweather's daughter. She's mm-hmm. definitely sitting around trying to figure out how to get paid off that stabbing. As she should. Well, I'm sure to be she honest, would. she should probably she would rather not have got stabbed, I'm sure, out of all Yeah, but she, it happened. It, it happened, so I'm sure she'll, she's trying to get a civil suit. Why wouldn't she? You'll, that, you'll hear that in the next week. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, we got front page news, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, according to the IRS, over the weekend, they started sending out coronavirus stimulus payments to eligible Americans. So those are those checks that could go up to $1,200 if you're eligible and then also $500 per child. So some people, I guess, should be getting their checks right now, right? Yeah, they said this yeah, don't spend it all start in- direct depositing. And don't spend it all in one place when you get it, damn it. All right, so essential workers, in the meantime, they're trying to get them a $25,000 boost, and that's under Senate Democrats' New Heroes Fund stimulus. They put out this proposal that would boost the pay of essential workers on the front lines. 
by potentially $25,000 in hazard pay. And that would be given to them over a period of time. That would be people like uh, employees in healthcare, drug stores, grocery stores, sanitation workers, truck drivers, transportation workers, federal employees with frontline positions like postal service workers and all of that. So according to Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, he said not all heroes wear capes. For those Americans, working from home is not an option. Social distancing is not an option. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a great thing because we've been talking about making sure that they get some type of extra pay right now. They're the ones that are really risking their lives to be out there. Now, Donald Trump versus Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, Donald Trump retweeted a post that called for the firing of Dr. Anthony Fauci after he appeared on CNN. One of the things that Dr. Fauci was talking about was the Trump administration not taking recommendations from back in February. The New York Times reported yesterday that, that you and other top officials wanted to recommend social and physical distancing guidelines to President Trump as far back as the third week of February, uh, but the uh, administration didn't announce such guidelines to the American public until March 16th, almost a month later. Why? We look at it from a pure health standpoint. We make a recommendation. Often the recommendation is taken. Sometimes it's not. But we, it is what it is. We are where we are right now. You know, you have to push your ego out the way and let the leaders lead. Like, you're not the expert, Trump. You got into this situation by Correct. not listening to the experts. So you got to let the experts be experts. Like, let, push, push your ego to the side right now and let, the, let the, the real leaders lead. The real leaders are the medical people right now. Right. And Dr. Fauci, you also talked about the Trump administration giving pushback to shutdowns, which could have saved many lives. Do you think lives could have been saved if social distancing, physical distancing, stay-at-home measures had started third week of February instead of mid-March? I mean, obviously, you could logically say that if you had a process that was ongoing and you started mitigation earlier, you could have saved lives. But what goes into those kinds of decisions is, is complicated. But you're right. I mean, obviously, if we had right from the very beginning shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different. But there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down back then. Damn. And drop on the clues bombs for Dr. Fauci for speaking to because here's the thing. Trump can't tweet his way out of this one. He can't pivot out of this one. People are actually sick. People are actually dead. People are unemployed. The economy is in the toilet. And he has to take the L for all of that. And, and will that impact him in November? I doubt it, but we'll see. I hope so, because we should have shut this country down a long time ago. From yeah, the and there's right a great article. Go ahead. What did you say? Go ahead. No, there was a great no, article in the New York Times. No, I was just saying there was a great article in the New York Times yesterday that explained... Um, you know, he was warned about the potential for a pandemic, but that internal mm-hmm. divisions and lack of planning and his faith in his own instincts led to a slow response. So he got to take the L on this one. Mm. All right. Now, former Vice President Joe Biden has introduced a new student loan forgiveness plan. And according to this plan, he wants to forgive all undergraduate tuition related federal student debt from two and four year public colleges and universities. That's for borrowers who learn, earn less than one twenty five thousand per year. The federal government would make your monthly federal student loan payments until your student loan debt is paid off. They would also apply that forgiveness to borrowers with federal student loans for tuitions from HBCUs and minority-serving institutions. So that plan does build upon the $750 billion student loan plan, which centers on income-driven repayment and student loan forgiveness for federal student loans only. So they would cancel at least $10,000 of student loan debt per person. If you earn less than $25,000 per year, you will make no monthly federal student loan payments and no interest would accrue on your federal student loans. 
And if you earn more than $25,000 per year, you would pay no more than 5% of your discretionary income toward federal student loan payments. After 20 years, your federal student loans will be forgiven. Can, you know, can we talk about messaging? Like last week, right, Donald Trump, um, you know, I, I, he forgave student loans for six months and he said he might do away with them all together. That's simple right. messaging. Everything you just said just now is just two in the weeds for people. So when people confusing. hear things, but when people hear things, you hear, I'm canceling all student loans as opposed to whatever Angela E. just said. It's just like the messaging is you got to simple. Democrats have to learn how to simplify the messaging. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. And, and, and they got to figure but it I out guess- fast because as school starts back up in August, September, a lot of these students are not going to be able to pay for school. A lot of these parents who work to pay for school don't have a job. And by the time they get back going, what happens to, you know, you know next year's school? Yeah, you know, they got to figure it out fast. Right. Okay, well, that is your front page news. All right, well, thank you, Miss Yee. When we come back, Boosie Badass will be joining us. We'll kick it with Boosie Badass, uh, and we'll talk to him about everything that's going on. He got a lot going on, so we'll talk to him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. I should say on air right now. The wildest on Instagram. That's right. It ain't even close. As he's rolling up right now, Boosie's on the line. Boosie badass. (laughs) What's up? What's up, world? (laughs) Boosie, what you you have for breakfast, Boosie? What does Boosie eat for breakfast? Uh, I had some for breakfast, but... Whoa. (laughs) Me and my my little lady friend, I'm just seeing, we just got into it, so you know how that go. What y'all get into? Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Y'all got into an argument? You had to eat her out to calm her down? No, I ate out before I calmed her before it. Then I uh, brung up the, you know, some of the crazy shit she did the other night. She got drunk and shit. You know, we both both did ecstasy and she got out of control. So what she do? Uh, she just was talking out of, you know, when, when women talk out of bounds. And then she was just in her feelings, man. The threesome ain't even go right. Oh, y'all had a threesome? <laughs> uh, yeah. Duh. Oh, that's, <laughs> you, that's, a, that's, a, that's a regular day for you, huh, Boozy Boo? He said, duh. Uh, most likely when I'm seeing someone who I'm f***ing with, it's, it, it, it's not regular, but it's like, you know, twice every two weeks or something like that. I imagine that That's you a- talk out of bounds all the time, though, too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, she was talking out of bounds at the wrong time and saying the wrong shit. Like, what's out of bounds to you? Uh, I can't go that deep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boosie, I'm going to tell you something, though. If you, if you was eating your girl out, and then she started arguing with you right after. You didn't do something right. Nah, my is real good. I get trophies for my Like, I ate a bitch one time. She said, Boosie, what the fuck have you done to me? I swear, I was down that bitch like Pac-Man in 85. <laughs> Crazy. I do my thing. Now, when you're having a... When you're having a threesome and you're your lady out, is it okay for you to do the third-party person, too? Or is your woman like, nah, I don't want you putting your mouth there on her, just on me? It depends on who you with. If it's somebody, uh, you done already f***ed and she know that, of course, you know, you done ate up before anyway. Now, now, you know, how long you been with strangers, mm-hmm. strangers and shit like that, but it got to be somebody I'm already already. F-ing. And speaking of strangers, how long you been with this woman? Because you got to be quarantining right now, so you should be social distancing. So you must know this yeah, woman. You're not quarantining. Don't worry about all that social distancing and all that But how, how long ago? Because... We just seen a couple of, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. You you was you was not mad at possibly hollering at Rihanna. So is this a new one or is this one that's been in the stash? Nah, I've been f- with her on and off for like uh, 
three, four years, like three years. Um, Rihanna don't want me. I'm tired of shooting Charlemagne, bro. I'm, I'm shooting air balls. You got <laughs> balls. And I'm really attracted to this woman, bro. And she just she just don't want a part of me, bro. Have you ever have you ever DM Rihanna? Hell yeah. <laughs> Every time I get f***ed up, I DM'd her a couple times. Paragraphs. I'm trying to get through, man. She ain't reply back? No. Man, you got to make a song about her, Boosie. She ain't blocked me yet, though. So that's, that's good. A good that's a good sign. That's a good that's sign. That sign. is a good yes. sign. Yes. So she still likes to look at me a little bit, I think. I think I still make her laugh. Now, Instagram hasn't blocked you yet either, right? <laughs> Are you still good on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I was on probation. I'm, I'm kind of like on probation. If I do anything else, I think I'm going to be took off, bro. They got me on real probation. They say I show too much but I told them it's a slogan. If the lip pop out, it ain't my fault. Because I just tell him I, But you was paying him $1,000, Boosie. Instagram supposed to be promoting me. Oh, hey, I need to talk to the CEO of Instagram face-to-face. Tell him, put me That's Charlamagne Peoples. That's Charlamagne Peoples. Yeah, that's my dude. My dude. Tell him, bro. Tell him Instagram needs me right now. The world mm-hmm. needs me, Charlamagne. I think it was the... I think it was the... Uh, it's funny because we did have a conversation about... You know, like you and Tory Lanez. I think it's the fact the money when you when you pay the when you pay the girls. That's like prostitution or something. I ain't paying a bitch. That shit was all crap. <laughs> okay, I man. I was just clowning on live. Who's your stingy mother? <laughs> if I can't you off my name, I'm paying. Man, I know you done tricked on a woman before, Boosie. I'm not paying for no. I get it free. I'm a rapper. Women Stop it, Boosie. <laughs> you done bought a girl a bag or something I now. Come on. Since 03. I ain't paid for since 2003 in Texas. <laughs> in Texas? <laughs> yeah, I paid a bitch 200 Damn. My Y'all ran a train on her for $200? $200. And I can quit. Goodness All right, so that you didn't get your money's worth. Now, Boosie, I, but I see you have a new platform that you're doing, right? I see Monday you got a quarantine party. Right, I got a quarantine party. I'm showing all over all over the site. I got an album just dropped today <laughs> called Go Talk To. I got my movie. I'm finna drop the trailer of that um, in two weeks. I got a lot of going, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just grinding. I see you got the reality show, too. My, my homegirl, Sasha, man, she the executive producer of that. So funny. Man, my reality show so funny, bro. I just went stupid. Have I'm you just, ever... I'm just you, stopping it right now because cause of the Dwayne Wade shit. A lot of programs bagged up. A lot of sponsors and shit like that. You know how that goes. So let me make this clear. I have nothing against no gay people. I got gay people in my family. I got my, my, my tour manager gay. They flipped it on me, Charlemagne. Why, why you was mind, You should have been minding them people's business, Boosie. Yeah, did you regret it at all? Like my mama told me. I should have did like my mama told me. Mind my business. Do you regret it at all? Kind of with my money, but I meant everything I said. <laughs> and I'll say it again. No, you won't. I will say it again. We cannot let children be... Stop, 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 Boosie, stop. Because, listen, let me ask you a question. That's all I'm going to say. No, no. That's all I'm going to say. Kill it. I can't let you do that. I just say we cannot let children be grown. Kill it. There you go. Can't let children be grown. I I agree with that. Now, Boosie, what what if somebody had an opinion about your children? How would you feel? If somebody got online and had something to say about your kids and the way you raised your kids? My mama said the same thing. You smoke weed in the room around your kids. Sure do. I ain't gonna lie about that. I've been smoking weed since I got up from the house. When they was one day old, they smelt it. So how, how can I talk about people? But I said what I said, and I really meant it, Charlamagne. I really did. 
You can't double down. I just dropped a song on the album called Who Am I to Judge? But I judge, and that's how I feel about that situation strongly. Did you ever feel like you needed to apologize to the Wade family? Nah. They already tried to do that. They was trying to hook up some shit with a meeting with uh, Jay Z. They say Jay Z was going to get him on the phone and all that shit. I need to apologize to save this and save that that I got coming up. Hey, tell Jay Z I don't want to talk. Yeah, I'm not apologizing. I don't give a Jesus call and tell me to apologize. I said you, what I you, said, man. I felt that was right. The only reason I, I'm not going to say it was right only because, like your mama said, and I say, man, you got to mind your business. Let, let people raise their children the way they want to raise their children. It's also hard for the child to hear that, too. Sometimes for a kid to hear that, and they need some support and love at a time like that. And then to hear people kind of going in on them, that has to be difficult. Because it's already hard enough for you to say, this is who I am, this is how I feel. And then all this judgment comes at you. Right. But I said it, and I, I really did mean it. All right, we got more with Boosie. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Boosie Badass. Now, how are you quarantined with the kids? How is that working out? Because I know you, you got a, a lot of kids, and they do. They love. I've seen so many different activities from the pool to uh, zip lines. Hello, how, how are you holding up with the kids? My kids straight. Like, I ain't lying. They blessed. They said it the other day. Like, they say, Daddy, some people ain't got nothing to do. We still got, you know, everything to do. We, we threw a party last night in my club. I got a club and how we threw a party last night, ass everywhere. Beautiful women, quarantine. We threw a party, ass everywhere. Well, don't say oh, that, so Boosie. Come shut you, you down, you, Boosie. Yeah, don't say. You don't, people are really. <laughs> I wouldn't say you don't, quarantine. You don't believe in coronavirus, Boosie? Uh, I think I had it all. Cause I, cause I was sick before this hit. I had an asthma pump for the first time and everything. But I don't give a about no com, com, coronavirus. I kind of basically live on faith. I don't live on sight what people say. I just feel like God knows when your ass gonna die when you're born. So if you're gonna die from the coronavirus, get your ass ready. That's just how I feel. I get what you're saying, but you know, they say faith without works is dead. So if they tell you that you can social distance and wear a mask to prevent from getting it, you can you can work towards not getting it. Uh, I, I guess, but I, I, I ain't trying to let that shit stress me out as far as like, like it's doing everybody else. Every day I'm trying to, I'm trying to have fun, get money, and, and turn up. No, Boosie, coronavirus is killing people. We got to flatten this curve. All you need is a little social distancing for a couple of weeks. Act like you're on house arrest. That's all. And you can go online and have your online parties? That's what they're they telling y'all. That's what they, I'm going to have an online party Monday, but that's what they're telling y'all. People are dying, though, Boosie. Yeah, but people are surviving, too. It's like a flu. We need a vaccine. It's like a flu. It's so like you would take the vaccine? I ain't, I ain't never got the flu vaccine. I need to get it, though, because I caught the flu two years ago. But I ain't take the vaccine. Or they say I need to get a flu shot. I don't like all that shots. I already stick myself with needles with this diabetes. So you said you had a party in the house and you, you invited staying, women. You are staying in the house, though. You are staying in the house, at least. Yeah, I go to Walmart every day. I get fresh and go to Walmart. <laughs> Why Walmart? Walmart lit right now. It's like the mall. <laughs> Boosie, you too old to be getting up, getting dressed to go walk around Walmart, man. Where else you gonna go? Nowhere. Your house. Stay you, home. Got a, you got a 30,000 square foot house. So you say you have a party with your kids. So you invite these girls with your kids and all that. Y'all just have a, a crazy party. Nah, kids go upstairs at 9.30. Okay. They're allowed to come, you know, to the pool party when girls just dancing. But 9.30, when we go to the club, they go upstairs to the third floor. 
Boozy, what do you discipline your kids for? Because you seem like such a, a easygoing father that lets your kids, you know, be influenced by a lot of things. So what you, what do you really get mad at your kids for? I, I really, I, like, when my kids get a whoop and they remember it for five years, I beat the f*** out of my kids. Like, I'm old school. I okay. beat the f*** out of them. Like, I whoops my, if my kids, my kids get disciplined, they know if they do that, daddy gonna f*** them up. You pop them. For what, though? You, you, you don't beat them with a, with a... I put them, I whoop them with a belt. Bow, bow, bow. Yes, that's just how you discipline a child. That's how we was raised in the South, but, you know, we got to break those cycles. You got to break those generational traumas. You cause trauma on them kids, Boosie. No, I knew one thing when I was little. When I, was, when I would go do something, when I would think about doing something bad, I would think of my daddy. My daddy going to tear my head. Charlamagne, you know how I be. When you Absolutely. And you say, man, my daddy gonna tear my ass up, and that's how I raise my kids. You got little, I mean, you got little boys, though, right? Yeah, I got little boys. Hell yeah. He got both. He got boys and girls. What do you beat them for, though? What do they have to do? What boys lit? What makes you? What makes you spank them? They gotta do something real bad. Like one time, my little boy, I went out of town, and him and his friends snuck downstairs and took a shot of my booty juice. No. So when I came mm-hmm. off the road. One of their big sisters called me, told me, Daddy, they told me what happened. I ain't even safe for the, I caught a motherfucker like that same night to the house and I beat his ass. I made him put on all orange and sleep by the vent upstairs like he was in jail. You said by the vent? All orange. I told him, you locked up. This how it going to be when you locked up. And I sit him by the cold vent and made him lay down. Yeah, you an old school sovereign daddy. Yes, I used is. to get, I got beat with an extension cord. My daddy used to make me go take a bath. He'd beat me with an extension cord and make me go take a bath. You know, and then whelps me on you, hit that water. My daddy beat me. My daddy, one time I bust the window because Michael Jordan lost, and I went bust the window outside. My daddy beat me so bad, man, I couldn't even go to school. <laughs> What's your relationship like with your dad now? My dad died when I was, when I was like 13, 14. So, oh, so y'all, did y'all ever have a real relationship? Yeah, we had a relationship, but my daddy was, my daddy was, you know, he was in the street. Boosie, you ever thought about going to therapy, man? Sitting down with a therapist? I don't need no f-ing therapist. I feel I'm just fine. <laughs> I feel I'm just I, I feel I'm just fine. I can't, I can't. What a f-ing therapist gonna tell me? I don't believe in no f-ing therapist. Well, you done seen some things in your life, Boosie, though. You done seen some things. You done seen a lot of trauma. I'm gonna talk to God about that. Was there a I'm lot of ready. checks that you missed out on? That, things that you had planned? Some checks that were waiting for you that you had to reschedule? Yes, it's just I got money coming in from four, five different ways. That's what's keeping me afloat. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting 55. I'm missing 16, 17 back in. Just think what baby, little baby, done missed. Real, most time, nigga, the front end up. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. You wait for that back end to pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> hey, me, me and Duval was talking. Me and Duval was talking, and we was talking about the rappers that we think up. And I was like, man, Boosie, Duval was like, man, Boosie probably good. I said, yeah, because Boosie been getting money for a long time on that road down south. I remember when you was getting 50 grand, 75 grand a show. Yeah, you know, I got my chip, you know, every three months. That's like 100. I got my cologne. That's getting paid. That, that's a check every month. I got my jewel <laughs> house. I got my uh, cologne and perfume. Them, them little checks holding me up. And, you know. I'm the drop king, you know. You want to drop on my Instagram? That's seventy five hundred. So I do two of them a day. What's the seventy five hundred? What's the, what's the drop? What do you do? I drop. I tell people to 
go get they shit. Promo, like an ad. Yeah. So I'm going to eat regardless. I'm going to eat like a dog. And I got half off on verses. No more 15000 6500 <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, don't move. We got more with Boosie. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Boosie Badass. Yee. You say you don't pay for pussy, but do you follow anybody on OnlyFans? Only, no, I'm finna make me an OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't follow and do what? Only, I'm finna make me an OnlyFans. What you gonna put on OnlyFans? Your d- Whatever sells. Whatever sells. Whatever sells. <laughs> My goodness. It's a d- fan for feet pictures over there for $10,000. They say actual dudes, if you send them pictures. You gotta do what you gotta do in the corona <laughs> If a guy say, if a guy hit you up and say, Boosie, I'll give you $10,000, you send me a picture of your feet. Put your, put your feet on OnlyFans for $10,000. You gonna send it? No, I'm not with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not with it. I don't have nothing against that, but my lives are Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Ooh. So not even for 10 grand? Just your feet? He said no. It's just your feet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, okay. I'm not with that because y'all gonna turn that into a relationship. <laughs> I can't. Pay. You know how they gonna do it. <laughs> Boosie sent his feet pictures. Boosie pumped. He was f***ing in his damn. He was doing all this. No. You know how they going to flip it on me. They going to say, Boosie got a Coke can in the shower. <laughs> I care with Boosie, man. You know they going to flip it on me. All right, Boosie. You got to stay healthy out there, Neto. Man, we going to be all right, man. All y'all got to do is pray about it, man. Go on, oh. I know when you going to die, man. But I ain't messing with the corona, though, Boosie. I ain't messing with that. I'm scared. Yeah, I, I'm, not Boosie, I'm not going to up the chances. Yeah, and I worry about you, Boosie, because you got diabetes, and corona is really taking people out who have pre-existing health conditions, man. So you got to be cautious, bro. Yeah, that's what they say. But I got to live. If it's time for me to die, it's time for me to die. Boosie, you've been <laughs> with your woman for a, a, minute, a minute now. You be thinking about getting married? Nah, I ain't getting married. I ain't, I ain't getting married. Why I not? Like marriage. Marriage ruins shit. Everything changed once. All everybody I know divorced. Soon as soon as you move in, as soon as you get, I ain't with all that marriage. Shit. But you would move in. You would let her move in. Oh uh, yeah, you can move in, but I still gonna need my space from time to time. Let me ask you a question, Boosie. When you're doing these threesomes, do you change condoms with each girl, or you just wear one condom for both women, or you just go raw? No, hell no, Charlamagne. So how do you do it? And put another one on. Yes. <laughs> so you just keep doing that throughout the whole time? Nah, okay, the first one. Just say if you banging the first one. While she and the you bang her, I'll get you one. Turn them around. Boom. Switch up, bang her out, let her get you one. You hear me? Then you can just flip how you want to flip. Are you a one and done? Or can you go like a couple of times? Nah, nah. Last night, me and the other night, bro. Where's she at? I'll make her confess. <laughs> oh, Tell her come here. Go get her. The other night I smashed. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we had an argument because it was time for the third time, and they say they stuff was hurting because I had went like an hour and a half. I was on the exfil, so I had went like an hour and a half, and um, I got mad, man. Come on, it hurt me. Shit. I got mad, dog. I'm like, go get another bitch. I was pissed off, man. I, I, That's too I long. Was an hour and a half. Come on now. An hour and a half. He was on ecstasy, though. He said he was on X. I know, but that's not they, fair to them. That just, and then yeah, but I'm after saying an hour that, and a half, you, might, you, you need some lubricant or something. But that's what made him last so long, that ecstasy. You can't do that regular, Boosie. Nah, I can't do that regular. But, you know, that time, then I ain't had popped in nine months. So I was there, you know, I, I was there. And I, 
stayed up all night, man. I was gonna ask you, man, who keeping your boosy fade tight during this quarantine? But you out, you out in these streets. So. Everybody, everybody's coming over. My ball will come to me. My ball will come to me. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Damn, well, Boosie, we need you to stay safe out there, Boosie, man. We, 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 we need some more music. We need to see you on tour. So please stay safe, man. Go talk to independent, bitch. I run it up. Why didn't you put Drive the Yacht on the album? Uh, Because I sent it to Chris Brown. And I'm waiting on Chris Brown to send it back. Absolutely. All right. That's so a I'm good waiting, reason. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So go talk to out. Then you got the, got the quarantine party Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday quarantine party showing nothing but and lips, piercings and kisses, ass open up breathing. It's going to be lit, bro. It's going to be so <laughs> what? lit. You need to tune Breathing? <laughs> How does the ass breathe? You know when they turn around in that ass. Yeah. yeah. And that bitch breathe. <laughs> where's this, that a where's this party going to be? Because it's not going to be on IG Live. Where's this party going to be? www.streamthegirls.com I bet you won't put no blunt in that ass when it's breathing. I ain't smoking no blunt out no ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you draw the line. See, here's the thing, Boosie. We want you to be around because when you get old, man, you're going to be fun as You fun now because you don't give a what come out your mouth. But wait till you get old. I'm going to have a great Boosie face. <laughs> With a 24-year-old. With a 24-year-old. With a 24-year-old. You already see it for yourself. I already see it from I know what I like, Charlamagne. You ever sit around and say you miss Pimp C? Imagine you and Pimp C having a conversation right now. Imagine Pimp C on the gram. If Pimp C was here, me and Pimp C would be beefing with everybody in the rap game. Absolutely. Everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Pimp C ain't like none of these girls. I swear to God, he was a Pimp C would be like, bro, I be chilling, bro. Because I, regardless what anybody do, I respect them. Mm-hmm. In order to win, you got to with this young generation. <clears throat> if not, it going to pass you up. So I'm a businessman, Charlamagne. Yes, sir. I'm a businessman, but if Pimp C was here, it'd be Pimp C ain't like no, he ain't like Jesus. I'd be like, I man, remember that. Man, Jesus free, nigga, man. That nigga ain't got nothing for ten thousand. The nigga's lying. <laughs> Anybody come? No. <laughs> we married. We ain't <laughs> with you. My wife ain't let me come. Nope. Angelie, you married? No, I'm not married. I'm quarantined though. You don't want to come? I'm not going nowhere right now. I'm staying in my house. I'm talking about when the corona over with. Yeah, I'll come to the pool party. You got to have your <laughs> out. No, I don't. <laughs> I do not. Do you understand I'm that? Having they were, oh, I'm having a sweat suit. I'm having a sweat suit. Boosie, I need you to give a fuck about the Me Too movement. I need you to give a fuck about the Time's Up movement, no. Boosie. You can't just be saying shit like that. I'm going to have on a sweat suit and some man, sneakers. I have my pool parties and my pool parties are topless. If my auntie come in, I'm going to tell her, drop them motherfuckers. That's just how it is. I don't care who you is. Nobody's going to feel special. If Angelique was to walk in my estate, she got to have them out. And that's just how All right, it is. I guess I can't come. I'm sorry. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Boosie. Right, Boosie. <laughs> Thank you, Boosie. No, Boosie, badass. Hey, Boosie, I don't know if your house is nice as Drake one, though. Oh, I saw Drake shit with Drake. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. All right, Boosie. Have a Boosie, good my brother. Love. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Primo versus RZA. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Yes, it's the battle that a lot of us were excited about, DJ Premier versus RZA. And they were sharing some classic stories and even some unreleased songs while they were doing this live battle. Uh, listen to this. The ten crack commandments. Huh? I grew up on the crime side, the New York time side. Stop going to five nine side go. Oh, I'm gonna stay in Brooklyn with it. Like this. Did you guys watch? You goddamn right I watched. I'm wearing a Wu-Tang hoodie right now. And yeah, I think I RZA won 12 to 8. Uh, I, um, I, I think they think RZA won. I think RZA won, but I think yeah. that both of them, I, I don't know what these battles, I feel like they should be setting these records up a little better. Like, like Primo had mad records that he played after the 20 records they were supposed to play, so I was a little confused. So, 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 so did RZA. RZA didn't play Triumph or Cream or It's Yours mm -hmm. until after the 20 was up. And I think they both played... Too many album album cuts during the twenty. Like it was records they so. played in the twenty that that they could have left on the table. You know what I mean? Like there's so no reason to be playing hits. Um, like hits are just hits. records that the streets love. But I think yeah, it's it's, it's records, interesting, yeah. familiar, and it's interesting because it, it shows you the mind of a producer, right? Because it's records that we love, but as a producer, it's records that they love. It's records that like that they probably think is their hardest beats ever that we may not love like that. Yeah, but in a battle with people watching and judging you, you want to play records that they know. You don't. They don't know, right, but, man. They, well, here's some playing what they like. They are having here. fun. Here is Premier and Rizzo talking about the song "Cream." You were stepping to me, putting clubs. <laughs> Yo, I got some joints that's gonna whip your ass. And when when Jay with the Damager came out, and then I dropped a single. You dropped one. Then you saw me in L.A. And you got me. You said, yo, the <laughs> piano joint you did with him, with the, the original, with the right, off-key right. piano, that was dope. But I got a piano that's gonna, a joint that's going to whip you loose called Cream. And I'm oh. like, okay. And then when you dropped that, I was like, man, you got me. That's crazy. I don't know how that song, Cream, that's why, that's why people will still to this day call Cream money. Like, it doesn't matter. They really invented that. Because I don't think people were calling it that before, right? I mean, it's the greatest hip-hop acronym of all time. I, I I don't understand why RZA didn't play that in his 20, though. <laughs> like, he played that after the 20 was up. But then I don't understand why Premier didn't play Friend of Foe, Soul Ghetto, represent a mass appeal after his 20 was up. I don't I don't, I don't know. Either right, way, well, RZA all day. And you know what? It was, it was so many people being so disrespectful to RZA all week. I mean, you had, guys like, you had guys like G-Spin saying RZA should back out of this battle completely. You had Joe Budden say he don't, he don't understand why RZA agreed to this battle. I saw Noah from Complex say premiering a landslide. Like, how you acting like RZA ain't RZA? That's what, that, that's what I felt, mo felt most disrespected by all week. I'm like, that's to be RZA. So, everybody claims to be so hip-hop, but they don't necessarily know. I knew for a fact RZA has joined RZA? all the records that he's produced. I'm like, this is not going to be no landslide. It's the RZA. Like, I mean, RZA's a god, Premier's a god. They both on the Mount Rushmore, but it's the RZA. They, weren't, they were acting like RZA wasn't on the Mount Rushmore hip-hop. It was disrespectful. So salute to the RZA. Salute to Premier, too. All right, now let's talk about Nicole Ari Parker. She was talking uh, with her husband, Boris Kojo, and one thing that they were discussing on IG Live is how she misses the single life, and I guess she feels like Boris isn't really stepping it up as far as dating. Here's what she said. 
I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. There's people that flirt with you. And the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is, or in your, in your workspace, is that they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. Wow. Somebody's quarantining isn't going well. Are they quarantining <laughs> together? Yes. <laughs> they can't be quarantining like, together, uh, are they? What's going on? I mean, they were there together. <laughs> he was looking like, um... By, by the way, those are the... In the middle of what? getting into it with him. Who knows? Maybe they were having, like, some issues and it, yeah, they might have just it had spilled an over. <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of conversations you can have when you have a captive audience, and, and that is what the significant other is right now, a captive audience. But that's not really a conversation to have, Mm-mm. you know... Not at all. Nope. For the world to see. Jesus Christ. My God. But and you know, know you've been in a relationship... I bet a lot of people could relate to it, too, though, because a lot of people go through periods in their relationship where they feel like, well, how come we're not dating or how come he's not doing those romantic things he used to do for me when we were first dating? And I think everyone goes through that period. Yeah, and I think when you've been in a relationship for a long time, like new isn't the right word because new isn't always better. And when you've been with someone for so long, it can never be new again, but it can be fresh and I think the most important thing to remember when you are in a relationship for a long time is always remembering to grow and evolve with the person you are with because we are always becoming new people and you have to remember that person you were, you're with now isn't the person you were with a few years ago. So you have to always make sure you love the person someone has become and not frozen in time being in love with who a person was. And I yeah, think that's new, what happens a lot of times. New is the wrong, new is the wrong word. It's refresh. Fresh, <laughs> yes. All right, now Rihanna was getting annoyed about people asking about her album. You know, that always comes up no matter what. She was doing an Instagram Live, and she was basically... Yeah, and she's been doing a lot of amazing things, right, as far as with her foundation and donating money to women who are going through domestic violence right now at this time, making sure people get the PPE that they need. She's been doing a lot, Mm -hmm. okay, helping people out during this time of coronavirus, and things went a little left. She was on her Instagram, having a good time, and then a fan asked about her album, and here's what happened. One of y'all asking me album. What I'm trying to say is, I like y'all on site. Gotta love it. You know, the, the way y'all be asking about Rihanna's album, she should do Thriller like screaming numbers, like 75 billion screams or, or the first artist to hit a trillion screams or something like that. Because I don't think y'all really care for that album like that. Y'all just be asking her that on social media because it's the thing to do right now. But when she actually put nope. that album out, let's see if y'all actually support. I think people care. No, trust and believe, people definitely care. I think people, people care. People definitely okay. want to hear some Rihanna so, music. She brings it, so... Nope. So once again, if they care like they say they care and they and, and they, they 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 buy it the way they ask about it, she should do thriller like screaming numbers. Like she should break every single screaming record that ever exists. I think it'll be huge when her album comes out. I think it, it should. will. Like I can't I think so. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a while and people love it's Rihanna. She'd be yep. having hits. And she crosses over in all different kinds of genres of music. She can do it all. So all right now, Babyface, as you know, was supposed to do this battle with Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley ended up getting uh the brunt of all the blame for it not happening, but it turns out that Babyface was 
and his family were recovering after testing positive for coronavirus. That's why that battle was wow. rescheduled. So for everybody that was blaming Teddy Riley, it was really because Teddy Riley felt like it wasn't his place to say what was going on. But they are going to do this battle on IG Live April 18th. Okay. I seen you ask him, okay. Charlamagne, too. I seen you ask him if, if he thought Babyface had I mean, te- coronavirus. Teddy, uh, Teddy said Babyface was sick. Yeah. He just said it wasn't corona. But clearly it was. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got Donkey today coming up. Charlamagne, who are you giving that Donkey to? Well, it hurts me to do this because, uh, you know, I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. But I need Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott to come to the front of the congregation uh, simply because I need both of those brothers to learn how to make better choices. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Monday, April 13th goes to two individuals that I love dearly, uh, even though I don't know them, never met them, never even spoken to them. But they play for the greatest NFL team of all time, the Dallas Cowboys. Drop on the clues bombs for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Who am I talking about? Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just something about that silver and blue that sometimes makes people act like they're from Florida. It wasn't always like this. See, I'm a Dallas Cowboy lifer. My father is a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan, so I never had a choice other than to be a Dallas Cowboy fan. And I remember in the 90s, the class acts that were Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, even Michael Irvin. Michael was the most ratchet one, but he was able to function with his ratchetness, okay? Nevertheless, at some point between the Cowboys' last Super Bowl in 95 and now, we've been cursed. Simple as that. No excuses. Uh, I'm not complaining. Just informing folks that somewhere on this planet, it is a chicken bone buried with a piece of Jerry Jones pubic hair on it, and the Dallas Cowboys have been suffering because of it. I'm serious, man. I'm dead serious because we lose when we're supposed to win, and we always lose in the most heart-wrenching, soul-crushing ways. We lose even when we're not playing, like now. Case in point, police being called to the home of Dallas Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott. Now, look, we've seen quarterbacks do much worse things, but in light of everything that's going on in the world, the fact that we are in the middle of a global pandemic, the fact that you are the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and as Stephen A. Smith says, we're an accident waiting to happen, okay? The microscope is always on us. This is pretty stupid. The reason it's stupid, and Donkey of the Day is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. The reason it's stupid is because it's a poor choice. And if it's one thing Dallas Cowboys do is make poor choices. So as a fan, this is heartbreaking because I want Dak and Zeke to make better choices on and off the field. If they practice making better choices off the field, then maybe it'll translate into making better choices on the field. What poor choice did these young brothers make? Let's go to CBS Dallas Fort Worth for the report, please. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott made headlines this week after getting a visit from police. They were called to the NFL Stars North Texas home after a report of a party during the coronavirus pandemic. Prescott supposedly hosted a birthday party for a friend, and at one point during the night, 30 people showed up, including teammate running back Ezekiel Elliott. Witnesses report guests were much closer than six feet apart, and all were eating off the same spread of food right now. Charges have not been filed. Yeah, you can't uh, blame Jason Garrett for that bad call. He's not around anymore, okay? My quarterback and my running back are 
anti-social distances. They are throwing caution to the wind at a time when people are getting sick and dying. All right, Dak, you just took heat for working out with Dez Bryant and a few others. And um, at the end, y'all took that picture. Y'all all had your arms around each other. That was just on April the 2nd. And on March 22nd, Zeke, you posted that meme that I saw a lot of Nike athletes post. And it said, if you ever dream of playing for millions around the world, now is your chance. Play inside. Clearly, Zeke, you weren't practicing what you were preaching. Clearly, Zeke, you weren't taking your own advice. Clearly, Zeke, that was just part of your Nike deal because there's absolutely no reason to be attending a kickback unless you got time to be kicked back in a hospital somewhere for the next 14 days, okay? And some people aren't getting the chance to leave those hospitals because they're dying. And I'm all for celebrating a person's birthday. Lives are being taken every day. So as I get older, I really, really appreciate my B-days and the B-days of my loved ones. But I'm not going to celebrate somebody else's life by putting other people's lives at risk. And that's exactly why my quarterback and running back are getting the biggest hee-haw. Please give Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott the sweet sounds of the Hamilton's fleece. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Not to mention, Dak still hasn't gotten his money from the Cowboys yet. Uh, and, and when you're showing this level of irresponsibility, um, it's, 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 it's not helping your cause, okay? Act like you're worthy of that money with your actions on the field and your behavior off it. Dak. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we mm-hmm. come back, Fabulous will be joining us. Uh, F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. Yes, Fab will be here, so keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, and he just jumped out yes, the screen and put a hat on. He looked like he was uh, back <laughs> in the day hustling in Brevoort. <laughs> we got As he should have. What up, Fab? Fab don't, don't, don't let him hairline shame you, Fab. You know, these brothers get these trap toupees, and then when us brothers go natural and can't get a cut during the quarantine, they try to shame us. Yeah, nah, it's definitely no shame. Nah, no judgment right now. I need, you know what I mean? I ain't even, I ain't even worried about it right now. And I'm not in the building. I'm in my crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, fab, yeah, fab in the crib. Fab's here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Switch the intro up a little bit. We got to take it back to the 80s. Fab in the house. Fab, fab in the house. Yeah. <laughs> How you holding up, man? How's the family? Uh, everybody's good, man. We just... Uh, just really taking it one day at a time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, just staying out the way, really, literally, like, really just being in the crib with it. I know you're I not like used to being like in the house for this extended oh. period of time. I know you're not used to being in the house this extended. Yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm usually used to being on a, um, on a run pretty much, you know, even if not um, just locally within the city, but, you know what I mean, traveling and uh, going chasing bags and you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, I, I, I also look at this as a as a as a gift too, where you know I'm getting to spend some some uh, quality time with the kids and you know even with your lady, you know what I'm saying, Emily being here and just learning everybody and being, you know, just things that you probably don't even see when you you know moving around and in and out the house so much, but mm-hmm. now you're with them 24 seven. You know, you're seeing a lot more of each, each other. You know yeah, you were in the middle of your tour. Your tour, you what, you did three dates? 
And then it, that's yeah. when the, 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 the coronavirus hit, and then you had to cancel all your tour dates. You know, we just had to, you know, postpone the dates. And, you know, it was more about people's safety because even with something like a concert, you, you gather so many people together. Let's say a couple people had it in that audience, you know, and you could have potentially, you know, infected uh, or made other people's lives unsafe by just being there at the show so it was, it was the right thing to do fab you said you um you learning you're learning new things about your family what'd you learn new what's the what, what, what did you absolutely positively learn new you was like oh shit. how lazy they are you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I was, i'm a little uh i'm a little ocd so i like to you know i like to keep things in order, I'm also, I think it's also, too, from staying in a lot of hotels. You know how you come into a hotel, like, everything is neat and everything yes. is set. You know, you kind of get, you know, used to that a little bit. And, you know, even at home, when you come home sometime at home, it's set because they, you know, because they know when you come home. But, like, that period during the day, and if you got kids, Envy knows, like, if you mm-hmm. got kids, you know, it's, it, it, it can get crazy at the house. You know I, mean? I seen you cooking. Man. I didn't know Fab could cook. Fab is putting up meals. I seen shrimp and chicken and all type of different meals. I didn't know Fab could cook. I used to just be a ramen noodle, French toast kind of guy, like, you know, mm-hmm. simple meals. But now I'm able to have a little bit more time. I got the kids as guinea pigs to test the, test the food when I make it. You know what I mean? So I got, um, I just been trying to actually just come out of things. Overall, just come out of this, this, this quarantine, learning some, you know, getting some, I guess some homebody or or, or or in the house kind of skills, you know what I mean? So that you know, you you might as well use this time to make it productive at the same time. I, I, one of the main things that I've been trying to do while I was here was um, teach myself how to record because I'm I, I'm from the era where you just go in the booth, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I got all the equipment and stuff, but um, you know, I was like, yo, this is the perfect time for me to learn that because I don't want to really go out into the studio and mix with too many people that are there, you know what I'm saying? So why don't I mean take this opportunity to, to teach myself how to record myself? And um, it's a little shaky so far, but it's coming along. You, you, you know what's crazy? You know, one thing about kids, you talk about cooking, you talk about ramen noodles. Kids actually like ramen noodles. They do. Like, my daughters like, we, they, we do ramen noodle Fridays. My daughters like ramen noodles. Yeah, I, I like ramen noodles, too. I... I I done whipped them up. I done turned them into garlic noodles. I done put meat in them sometimes. I threw chicken in there. Like, you know, the kids, like you said, the kids love ramen noodles. Like, it's, it's, it's I guess it's not shame, but like, you know, spoke down as like a cheap meal. But, you know, it's, it's something that, like you said, the kids love. Like, you, you don't front like you ain't grow up eating it. Right. Master P got a whole line of ramen noodles out now, too, by the way. Just the FYI. That's smart. I think um I think hip hop we need uh we need brands. We need every every brand and everything that we've been you know, we push as a culture. Even how we're talking about ramen right now, we pushing uh low, we low key pushing ramen. So, you know, I wanna push Master P's ramen noodles, you know what I'm saying? I would right. if I see them in the store, I definitely would get ramen Master P uh noodles, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What what have you learned about yourself, Fab? I'm learning I'm trying to actually uh well, I know a lot about myself. I guess I'm trying to more like read into things that will uh, help better myself, you know, whether it's uh, watching things or uh, reading books that, you know, or even more, more. I mean, I guess less reading than more like audio books because I've been more into audio books lately. But um, just things that kind of like use this time to better myself more. Than, I, I think I learned, I think I've lived with myself long enough to kind of know what how I am and what I like and 
things that I want to do. So, you know, even with the things that I want to do or things that I'm planning to do, like, you know, this could like give you some time to educate yourself on it. You know what I mean? Even if it's a business, whether it's a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, sometimes you don't even have a time to do the research that you really want to do on it. But you know, this, now we got, that's all we got now is time and opportunity. So I've been just trying to do stuff like that with audio books. It helped me digest it a little bit more than like getting tired. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I really got Absolutely. it. But like even the book y'all was talking about, I've seen, um, one time y'all and Nipsey was talking about a book, the way of the superior man. That was the way of the superior man. Recommended it to me. Um, Jeezy, I, I just talked about this. Jeezy recommended a book to me one time called uh, "The Five Love Languages," and that was a uh, that was a good book too because it explained like you know you and your partner could you know be in a relationship, but y'all y'all showing the love or y'all uh, acceptance of love may be two different languages. You know, right. and it made a lot of sense. You know, what I'm saying I'll recognize that. Uh, you know, it's like some people see gifts as love, whereas some people see time as love. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it breaks it down and stuff like that. So, it, you know, definitely those books give you a lot of good perspective. Um, I definitely see that you are an avid book pusher. So even when I hear people say, say good books, too, I always research them and look them up and see. You know what I'm saying? But it's always, you know, a, a thing to dive in and see what it's about. All right, we got more with Fabulous. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Fabulous. I seen you did the Cold Summer Challenge. We had everybody yeah. rap, do poetry, or, 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 the, or whatever they felt to, to it. And then I seen uh, Axel Leon, an artist from Brooklyn, you know, from the Bronx, destroyed it. Mm-hmm. What was, your, what was yeah. your thought when you when you heard his? Uh, I thought it was really, really dope because it was... Um a lot of meaning behind it. I think a lot of the challenge was, you know, people expressing themselves in this time, you know what I mean? Which is why I thought the um, challenge was, was, was so good for people anyway, because it gave them a chance, you know, people are quarantined in, people are rappers, people are, you know, trying to express themselves. And I think that gave them that platform, even just on what the song was called, you know, Cold Summer. Um, people were hitting me like, yo, Cold Summer hitting different now. I had just put the video out and people was like, yo, man, listening to that now, it's different just because of what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if we're going to be in the house for the summer or, you know, just how things are going. Um, that's where the challenge really originated from. And I said, yo, what a what a, what a dope way to let people um, express themselves, talk about what they're going through through the quarantine, everything. And I think, you know, Axel was able to tap in and talk about uh, Fred the Godson, who, you know, we, we, we all know now is, is fighting the coronavirus and, you know, just sharing love and, and, and everybody to keep that, keep them in their prayers. You know what I'm saying? I think one of the key things about Corona is that a lot of people don't take it serious or a lot of urban or, you know, African-Americans are not taking it serious because uh, it's not hitting somebody that they know or somebody close right. to them. You know, I, I see a lot of videos of people in the hood still, you know, having like little house parties and stuff like that and people just not taking it as serious as it as they should be, and um, we do have uh, a lot of underlying health conditions, so we we should take those things serious. You know, Axel and, and his thing. Shout out everybody who been a part of the challenge. You know, so I can't post every one of them. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of people doing it, but everybody is doing their thing because it's still an expression of themselves and, and how they what they're going through. Now you've seen the battles going on, the versus battles, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Your name came up a lot, and they you know people think Fab should battle. W- would you do that? Would you battle? Yeah, in a 
in a fun way, I think it would be cool. Um, I seen I seen my name. Oh, I didn't see my name come up that much. I seen my name come up with two chains, where yep. um, where two chains was. I guess kind of like I didn't like the two chains. I feel like he was kind of like picking his battle a little bit. Like you can't pick your fights. I don't I don't know who makes the verses. <laughs> it was Floyd Mayweather and Floyd Mayweather in the situation. Picking his opponent. But he could challenge you. He could challenge you. He could challenge you and you accept it. He could challenge you and you could accept it. That's a you know, that's sometimes how it starts. The other battle's been a challenge thing of like somebody just calling somebody out. I don't think it was I thought it was kinda like and that's how I kept it in entertainment kind of thing. Then he went on he did a post where he excluded himself against I guess Atlanta people. Atlanta artists. Another like pick your pick your battle kind of thing. Like why wouldn't you go against Jeezy or Future or whoever? They was attract rappers. They're of your genre and kind of era. Like I, I just don't, I just don't like to pick the fight. You People know making I mean? their own rules. Yeah. Right. Change is my guy too. You know what I mean? Change is my guy. But I just felt like he, maybe he in the house too much. He get bored. He, you know what I mean? I don't know. I hear a battle, Fab. I hear you. I hear yeah. a battle. I hear that you, you say you don't like it, so you calling yeah. him to task a little bit. Two chains. Because I even trap. told Twist. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even think that's my battle. I don't even think that's mm-hmm. the... One thing with the battle is I think it needs to be an even playing field of the two people y'all have a battle with. You can't just throw uh, Jay-Z versus Bow Wow. It just, you know what I mean? It just got to... It, it gotta. Damn, you just got to play Bow Wow like that? Chains ain't in my fab. fab, but I think his music is in a different direction than my music. So I, I don't think, know yeah, I think, that. yeah, I think Fab, fab you know, Jay Z, French, or Fab got to do French no, Montana. Fab will wash French. That's not fair. Or, or fab no, will wash you got to do somebody in the same thing. Like Two Chains is a trap rapper, so you got to do them same type of right. records. I don't, I don't like. I don't play, and it's really about hits too. So I guess some people just want to see names. It ain't really. They're not equating it to. Um, the music, you know what I'm saying? Right. I think it, the music is one of the things you want to equate in it the most. Of. I want to see Clue versus it, Flex or Clue versus Drama, too. I, I want to see that for, for some DJ-ish. They both got a yeah, bunch yeah. of albums. I don't, I don't think Clue and Drama is the right match either. I think Clue versus Flex is the right match. And two things about that. I don't think Clue and Flex would be a good matchup. I'll tell you why. Because musically, they, 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 they even. But Flex got that personality. Flex will be on there talking so crazy to Clue on Instagram Live. And Clue, he, he don't have that to give back. Clue going to talk with his Listen, records, let me though. Let tell you the sneaky thing that Envy even knows. Clue is funny. I just don't think Clue is really confrontational. Clue is a funny right. guy. Clue could mm-hmm. joke with you mm-hmm. if you... If you mm-hmm. Am I right, Envy? Yeah, absolutely. Clue is a funny guy. I just think that his, his personality is not as, like... He's not loud. He's not big and loud like Flex. Yeah. Right. If it did happen, Fab between let's say hypothetically, Fab versus Chains, whose catalog wins? Um, I, I mean, I, I I put I put my money on my catalog because I just think it's uh, wider. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's you better to the to the fan too. I think it's you know it, it's to the fan. Whoever you, you know, if you like Chains music, well, you like my music. I think I, I it, me I I I bet on myself, but I think you know. It's, it's one of them things is like a people thing to me. You know, everybody's going to say they catalog. Everybody feel like they won. Everybody loves right. what they've done. Everybody represents their accomplishments, their successes. So, you know, everybody should say they're going to win. You know what I mean? Like Two different styles, though. I think, yeah, I think one is more trap. I mean, you got 
R&B records. You got number one records for Make Me Better, Baby Don't Go. You're like, you got, uh, uh, it's both sides. You know what I mean? So I, I think, I don't think that battle is, is, is matches. But music, music is music, though. Even, even when you said that I got, like, girl records, my hits of girl records, but... Right. Don't ever you, you would never question that I can't rap like you know That's right. I rap circles around so don't like Woo! I think we got no I think we got the next verses for that Fab versus two chains Fab says he rap circles around Don't get me wrong I don't I don't I don't I don't think two chains is the match like I don't see so into you against I don't know what record would like change. Like change is gonna play trap records. He's gonna play. Right. I just don't think that's a good match. I think you got to put me against somebody who got my caliber kind of records. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Ooh, you talking spicy, fam? He said his caliber. So don't do that, y'all. Fab don't even have you. You saying chains don't have a chains don't have the caliber of records you got? Ooh. It's different. Listen, listen, chains say get that, busy though, man. fam. I don't. And, and, and to be honest, I don't have. Trap caliber record. I don't have those records either. I don't have get the club. I don't have those records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's not just me too with my own horn. I I I, I love Chains. I love what he does. I love his music. I think he can rap. I I he's just was on Summertime Shootout three. Like don't make me like I don't f- with Chains. Chains. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we we know we got you, Fab. Like a, nah, nah. Like a, a fab the other the. <laughs> the other element you could add to it is features, because you and Chains are both known for being feature killers. So that's another element y'all could add to a battle if y'all did it. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. Are you going to check for I this, Charlamagne? So. You're really trying to push this fab too, Chains. <laughs> I like it for the culture. He likes it. He likes it. He likes that's, that's the South in him. That's the South Carolina in him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see them down there. I see them in the many fresh comments. and You know what I'm saying? I see them. You think you're going to have a whole new album done by the time this coronavirus uh, is over, this pandemic? I have been working on, like, a um, on like a, a shootout three, like a, a, a deluxe or a part two, just maybe just to throw out while we're here. You know what I mean? Right. All right, we'll shout to Fab for joining us when we come back. We got rumors, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. We got to pay respect to a show that is shutting down after three years. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, and that show is Sister Circle TV. That's right. Sister Circle is ending its run. April 24th will be the last show after nearly three years. So shout out to all of them. Selena Johnson, Rashawn Ali, Trina Braxton, Kiana Dancy, all of them that were on the show. So the show's production was suspended the week of March 16th because of coronavirus. They've been airing repeats. Rashawn Ali said in a text message, it was a privilege to have the opportunity. I'm so proud of the show. I want to thank my co-hosts, our production team, and our Sister Circle family for making an indelible impact in media. So did they cancel because of coronavirus or because of, I don't know, low low ratings, low viewership? What was it? Well, from what they said in the statement, they said that they basically weren't able to get the viewership that they needed to continue. Mm. Yeah, they said while there are many loyal fans... Of the show, the show has not grown its audience enough to continue. So, okay. you know, they did have a very positive impact. They all had, like, a spirituality about them. That was why they were on the show. Now, mm-hmm. a show that yeah, came back yesterday, 
was Issa Rae's Insecure. So they are back. And Issa Rae actually had a virtual block party, which kind of coincided with the block party that was taking place on the show. It's season four. Did y'all watch? I didn't see No, it. I didn't get a chance to watch last night, man. I got caught up in this show. Um, I was watching on FX and, FX and I forgot it came on. Man, I was so excited to watch Insecure. I was like, first I watched 90 Day Fiance, of course. And then right after that, Insecure started. So I had a fun TV night last night. I was struggling to stay awake. Like, I got to stay up and see Insecure. So, uh, and was it good? It starts, it starts off with Issa Rae, her character, saying that she does not mess with Molly anymore. And then really? you got to watch from there. But that's the first thing that happens, yes. So, Did Amanda's character have the baby? Tiffany Dubois, does she have the baby yet? No, she's still pregnant. Okay, I'm gonna catch up to this. Well. Yeah, don't give me everything. People mm-hmm. listening. Well, as soon as it starts, she yeah. says that. That's why I said it. It starts off with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you watch it. All right, Q Tip has announced uh, on his birthday, his birthday was on Friday, that he does have three albums. He said, Thank you for all the birthday love, but I have something to share with you three albums. And he sh- shared a video of himself playing guitar. And then he listed the names of the albums, Algorithms, Riot Diaries, and The Last Zulu. He said, thank you, God willing, I will get with you soon. Another person who has albums coming out, LL Cool J. He's been collaborating with Q-Tip as well. And he said the two of them connected for some records that will be released on Def Jam Recordings. And Naughty by Nature released the Forgotten Quarantined Archives EP. So they have a new EP that features songs, groups they said have been in the stash for years. That's out now. And don't think for one second your Uncle Charlotte's not excited about all those projects, okay? I, I love adult contemporary hip-hop. I want to hear what all of those brothers are talking about at this point in their life. I want to hear what LL Cool J got to say. I want to hear what Tresh got to say. And I want to hear what, um, Q-tip. who the other person you said? Q-tip. 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 I want to hear what Q-Tip got to say at this mm-hmm. point in their life. I absolutely do. All right, with people trying to figure out ways to make money right now, a lot of people are turning to OnlyFans. As we said before, Black China is doing something different. She's offering, uh, if you pay her $250, she'll follow you back. And if you pay $950, she'll give you a FaceTime session. So I'm not sure how wild. many people have. It does sound wild. Said, what, is she gonna do? What is she doing on that FaceTime? FaceTime session on OnlyFans sound wild. That sounds like something else. That sounds like something that leads, that's some type of oral sex, FaceTime. Yeah, maybe it's career advice or, you know, maybe an interview. Maybe people would pay for that. I'm just... What what kind of career advice is Black China going to give to money? I'll tell you this, though. You about to see a lot of your favorite artists on OnlyFans because uh, they said that concerts may not even start happening again until fall 2021, and that's a maybe. So it's about to be a lot of rappers that's going to turn OnlyFans into, like, you know, some type of virtual performance site. That's what I would do. I would go over there and do concerts if I was your favorite artist. There's 170,000 people a day who are going to OnlyFans, so... Y'all better get creative. Y'all better start showing showing your fans your recording process, right? That could be something cool to see. You pay to see an artist creating a record, you know, working on their new album. Or like you said, if you're an artist and and you have a catalog, you say, look, I'm going to perform Friday at 10 o'clock for my OnlyFans hour, and people will go there and see him perform. You think Nicki Minaj wouldn't get a bag if she told all her barbs to come over to OnlyFans about to perform for an hour? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's something that could happen. That could really, really, really... Y'all, all you rappers and you record labels, y'all better start looking at OnlyFans as a site for only your fans. Oh, they create their Which own Which one of sites, us is but... going to be the first one to do an OnlyFans page? I don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm in the audio business. The you audio just business is booming everybody if you haven't heard. to do that. You just told Nicki Minaj because I'm not because... do that either. Well, that's not true. She's an artist. She has to be on the road performing to make money. 
Like all of these, all of these artists rely on those performance checks to eat. The royalties yeah, don't come in what, 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 once a year, right? Nikki's good though. Well, most it looks of them like do, Tory Lanez has, has been a bunch of other investments. Yeah, it looks like Tory Lanez has been figuring some things out. Also, now we've been talking about him breaking the internet with Instagram Live with Quarantine Radio. Well, he also revealed on Twitter he broke another record. He said, "I just broke the record for the most TikTok Live viewers with my DJ set." Wow! So. That's another record that uh, Tory Lanez has in the books. He's really using the most, doing the most, and no, getting Tory's the most out of this whole quarantine. Tory's about to get it back. That was his last album on that label. He is about to get it back. All the labels have been calling him right now. They want his new project. Tory's about to get it back. And Tory sold 65,000 records. So imagine if Tory did a, a quarantine concert on OnlyFans right now. Charging a, just say he charged a dollar. Mm-hmm. And 200,000 people will come watch him. He won. All right, now LeVar Ball is trying to get NFL players to sign up with Big Ball LeBrand and get some contracts done. He said he could make them up to $40 million on their first contract. Here's what he said. Are you actively trying to lock down, uh, like, an endorsement, like uh, like athletes to, you know, big... big... Hey, that's a, hey, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's where people get shook up at. They don't think I'm going to do the same thing as, as any other uh, sports apparel. You're going to endorse and you're going to get some guys to do some things. But my endorsement is going to be a little different, like I said. And it's not even going to be like an endorsement deal. The guys that I want to be involved in, I want them to believe in themselves. So I would give them 40% of the profit of what they make. So he says this is how athletes need to think going forward with endorsement deals. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Oh, now let's get I, to- I want to say, too, uh, the show I was watching on FX is What We Do in the Shadows. FX got some great programming from Dave... The little dicky show to what we do in the shadows, which is a reality show about vampires. Incredible. Just want to throw that out there for everybody who's already watched everything on Netflix. All right. Well, now let's get to the mix. Let's start it off with a worldwide exclusive. This is Skip Marley. It's called Slow Down. This is the remix featuring her and Wale. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that uh, joined in and donated to my DJ thon that we did on Sunday for Easter. Uh, the idea was just to help struggling DJs out there that uh, couldn't pay bills, couldn't pay for food, couldn't pay for formula. So I got some of my DJ friends to let's rock out and do kind of like a DJ thon, and all the money and proceeds will be donated to DJs that are struggling, that lost wages because of club or because of radio or because of lounges have been closed and uh, are struggling out there. So that money is going to be uh, sent to them this week. Uh, so I'm happy for that. And people ask, well, how? how you know, how, how do you figure out what the DJs are? Well. Uh, what I did was I went to all the record labels who have promotion departments who deal with DJs all across the country, not just radio DJs, not just big DJs, but also the small local DJs as well that they supply records to and music to and all that other stuff. So they give me a list of DJs and we're going to send it over to them. And I'm asking other DJs in areas what DJs do they know that are struggling. And then we're just going to take random DJs off the cash app and just give DJs money and so far, I think we have over 200 DJs. We're giving $500 each. So shout to everybody that participated in that. D-Nice, Pro Style, Camillo, uh, Kid Capri, Scratch, Quicksilver, DJ Diamond Cuts, uh, DJ Will, and Tony Neal. And D-Nice, I said D-Nice already. And Clue, me and Clue too. And also Spin King and Mr. Rogers. All right, so thank mm-hmm. you to those DJs. All right, and also, uh, both yeah, of us this morning. Uh, yeah, and once again, um, Charlemagne the God, I'm not responsible for anything that Lil Boosie had to say. Uh, this is a free world, and we have freedom of speech, and he's entitled to his opinion. 
and you're entitled to push back on his opinion, and you're entitled to tell him that you think he sounds stupid, and you're entitled to agree well, with him. That's the beauty of America. I definitely, I definitely won't be showing up at that pool party. You already told him you're coming. Conditions. No, I said not under those conditions. I won't be able to make it. All right, and also shout to Fabulous for stopping through, too. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. What are you doing, the Cold Summer Challenge? Yeah, Cold Summer Challenge, so shout mm-hmm. to Fabulous. Okay. Listen, right. man, here's the moral of the story. Everybody home board right now. Okay, and so yeah. people know people know that they can zoom in and talk to us for a little bit. They're gonna do that. Okay, so we're gonna be doing this for the next couple of weeks. I think I do miss the studio though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I miss I miss I miss uh actually waking up in the morning and getting ready for work. And by getting ready, I mean that 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 40 minute drive into the station. It's a different vibe. Yeah, no, as opposed to just walking downstairs and wiping cold at your eye. And let's also shout out to Diddy. He did a dance-a-thon as well on Sunday and raised over $3.7 million for healthcare workers. Yeah, and for all the people on the front lines. 3.7 right million? That was, yep, 3.7 yes, million. Yes, so far. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah so shout out to him. Diddy. He had a lot of celebrities in that room. He sure did. Well, on the, on the Instagram. <laughs> on the Instagram Live, right. Yeah, when we come back, mm-hmm. we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club, good morning. It's the Breakfast Club, Good morning. Now, um, again, shout to Boosie and Fabulous for joining us. That's Charlamagne. You got a positive note? I do, man, because I'm watching everybody do all this charity this weekend, um, whether it was Envy, whether it was Diddy. You know, I love I love being charitable, man. And, and I want to tell everybody that giving is not just about making a donation. It's about making a difference. So salute to everybody out there that's making a difference in somebody's life at a time where they really need it. And that time is right now. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?